And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Radio Talking Book Network. It's time for our weekly episode of Community Conversations. This is the program where we dialogue with members of the greater Omaha metro community. And making her debut on the show this week, here is the brand new host of Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cami Carlisle. Hi, Cami. Hi, Ryan. Thanks so much. Very excited today. We have Heather Holmes in the studio, and Heather is the executive director for the Brant, which is a new senior living community being built right now out in Gretna, and she's also the founder and CEO of Owlish, an organization that focuses on helping our LGBTQ population age with dignity. How are you, busy woman? Good to see you. Good Good afternoon, everyone. Oh, my gosh. So, first of all, before we get into all the amazing stuff that you're doing, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? So... Are you an Omaha-born gal? Are you a a real Nebraskan, as we say? Yeah, I am a Nebraskan and Midwesterner at heart. I am out in the winter in Birkenstocks and no coat. I'm that much Omaha-Nebraska born and raised. So um, I went to high school here, um, graduated from UNO, did my master's at Bellevue, chose to raise my family here. Very good, very good. And you have two boys and you're married, yes? Correct. Awesome. And Mm -hmm. things are going great. Everybody's doing okay with COVID. They're wonderful. We are staying happy and healthy and boosted. Good. Glad (laughs) to hear it. Well, last time I saw you, I will say full disclosure, I know Heather outside of this organization. The last time we talked was a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. and you had big plans and now you are doing these big plans plans. So let's talk about the Brant. Yeah. So this is a new senior living community going up in Gretna. And I saw your post today on Facebook. So they've already got the siding on. Oh, yes. And things are going. It's We're looking moving. good. And I got to tell you, I read through everything that the Brant offers and I don't think there's anything like this in Omaha. Is that correct? There's not. And we're being so intentional and different with the senior living community. So it's a group of very thoughtful investors that are building the brand. And Mm -hmm. then they hired the amazing organization, Health Dimensions Group, which is based out of Minneapolis, who is led by terrific female leaders. Um, to manage the organization. And so that's who I work with directly. Wow. Um, at the branch, we'll have independent living, assisted living, and senior living. And the big difference at the branch is that prevention and the intentionality. So we are working with local vendors, mm-hmm. if at all possible, female-owned, female-managed, to elevate those businesses. Love. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe food is medicine. So we'll be doing farm-to-table dining. Nice. Um, We're hoping to have chickens for fresh eggs and to do programming around that. Um, And then we really want to be innovative with individuals on their Parkinson's journey. Mm, And so we have a golf simulator that's in our amenity area um, to help with those large motor movements as well. That is so awesome. I mean, seriously, I was looking through all the amenities and I was like, gosh, I kind of want to move here. And I am over 50, so, you know. come on over. I'll show you the design board that we can pick out a floor plan. Seriously, and I just cannot believe all the things that you offer for everybody. And, again, I know we have a lot of retirement homes around here, Mm -hmm. but I think all the thought that you're putting into this is what really makes the difference. I feel like this is not a place where you go park your parent. It's not. We want people that are excited to move in. We want the families to be excited. We want it to be a community. We're being intentional with programming to bring in college students, to show them senior living, to help mentor. Um, I would love for it to be a voting site and make sure, of course, we're safe with all the COVID protocols. But as much as possible, make it an interactive, organic community so it's not just a warehousing of older adults. That's amazing because I feel like 
unintentionally, that's how retirement homes ended up. Mm-hmm. But this just gives me so much hope. I have an elderly mom, and my mother-in-law is elderly, too. And the talks have begun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But And now I'm like, oh, I need to show my mom this. And I just can't get over, like, how deluxe everything is going to be for the people we really should spend more time caring about. What is it about America, do you think? Why don't we take care of our elders like other countries do? Yeah, in America, getting older isn't sexy. Yeah. It's not in our media. Um, we don't value age. Yeah. And it's a tragedy because there's so much wisdom. There's so much value. Individuals have huge life stories, and they have such purpose. Right. We're all here. Our spirits have our dharma. They have our purpose. And just because you age doesn't mean you don't have value. Right. And I think our society, I was just talking about this this morning, is going to have a big wake-up call because we're only getting older. Yep. And from the community, city, state, federal level, we aren't talking about elders. How are we going to support them? What resources do they need? I love the brand. It's not, you know, affordable living, quote-unquote. Right. We're very competitively priced in the market. We're not the highest, not the lowest. It's right on for the market. But where is the affordable housing even in Omaha for young adults and adults in their career, let alone older adults who are trying to navigate this healthcare system, yep. right? So if yep. we think we're talking about aging and healthcare now, mm-hmm. wait, five years, 10 years, I always say it's a silver tsunami. But what a lot of people don't realize is my boys are 15 and 18 and their generation is bigger than the boomers. Oh. So I call it the mm-hmm. aftershock. You're right. So it's not going to stop this conversation on aging. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, I read an article uh, just the other day in the New York Times, and it's called, Will Congress Abandon America's Seniors? And one of the things that I was so stunned about is the population of 65 and older, that in 2030, when the youngest baby boomers have turned 65, the number's going to hit 21%. By 2060, nearly one in four Americans will be 65 years and older. And that means our country will have a half million centurions by then. Absolutely. And I think we really need to start thinking about these people. And I just like I said, I'm just stunned that America just discounts our elders. It just has always stunned me. And as I get older and I watch my mother age, I will not let that happen. Yeah, and there's so much generational shifting right now. So hopefully... I mean, I watch TV, and you see more and more ads about aging and the demographic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's America. We're a capitalist society. So those dollars are going to follow as our generation gets older. Right. That generation influenced Gerber baby food, minivans. So Uh now they're changing senior living as we know it. Right. And they should. But it is unfortunate. And I think a lot of senior livings do feel like the federal government has left them out of this. um, Yeah. Situation, especially with funding. Mm -hmm. I mean, I believe the number, don't quote me, but it's like we got $1.9 billion, like long-term care and assisted living communities to help with the pandemic, but we spent $250 billion on our military budget. Right. So if you compare those numbers, the senior living community in America is not getting the resources and support we need. Yeah, and I don't really know if they ever have. And so I'm hoping this will change. My mother was very excited to get a bump in her Social Security check. After she did the math, she wasn't so excited, but still some is better mm-hmm. than none, right? Yeah. But you brought up COVID, and I think that has been really interesting, too, because we have seen so many elders 
lose their lives because of this. Because at first, if you remember, they were saying to the elders, like, well, you might have to sacrifice your life. And I was mm-hmm. just like, who says that? Right. To their elders. Because, again, they should be up on a pedestal, they right? Should. So let's get back to the brand. Tell me yes. what you're most excited about. I mean, is it just the people coming? Is it everything you offer? Is there anything in particular like you just think that is the best? So the best thing about the brand is going to be the culture and the people that join the team. I am so excited as the executive director to pour into them, to love up on them. We want to create an environment and a community that's focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion, do the training, have the open conversations, Mm -hmm. systemically break down racism in the community. So my team feels safe showing up authentically and exactly how they are. So I am stoked to, you know, find those people, hire Mm -hmm. my team, bring them in and do senior living different. I've been waiting my whole career, 20 years in senior living to do it different. And I have an amazing team and an amazing support behind me that's saying, be as big as you want. Love it. Go as big as you want. Um, We are everything so thoughtful. And that's what I love. And, you know, speaking of COVID, we built in a pandemic room at the front of the Mm, building. So, you know, who knows how long this will last, right. but, um, you know, families can come in from one side, residents can be in another side, nice. full glass wall, and then reverse airflow. Wow. Because what we didn't want to see is our families having to be on the outskirts perimeter of our community looking out of windows. We all saw that. Oh, and it's yes. devastating because loneliness is so painful. There are studies that show loneliness is worse than poverty. And if you think of all the things that go along with poverty, mm-hmm. We don't want our residents to feel stuck or lonely in the community. Um, I love having the opportunity to do um, fun things that are, really speak to my heart. We um, partnered with Artemis Team, yeah, a local female um, tea company here in um, Blackstone. And Andrea Lossie there created a custom blend tea called The Brand. Oh, I love it. And so it has medicinal properties that heal the heart and the mind. There's actually an herb that's a derivative from Tylenol to help ease pain. Um, We're partnering with the Scooters across the street that has a young woman who's the general manager. So we'll have great coffee. So anyone in the community can come have a cup of coffee or tea with us. Oh, my gosh. You really have thought of everything. Because I know you've had prior experience. And I've heard a few of your horror stories, but the fact the COVID room, I can't get over that because Mm -hmm. I know several friends that had to be outside of either their grandma's room or their mom's room, and it was heartbreaking. So the fact that the people can still be inside and see them, because I don't know if this is going to be over soon. So that is an amazing, very thoughtful. And I love that we also um, built in a nursing mother's room Ah. for our team members and made sure that there was a sink and a fridge and a comfortable area that has, you know, what the yeah. resources that individual needs Wow! at that time during their life. So yeah. I put that all over social media because that's so important. It's something I would have loved as a team member and a young mom. Right. Wow. I am just impressed. I'm not yeah. surprised, but I'm yeah. very impressed. Well, I have an amazing team with me. This definitely isn't Heather and the Branch, but it's my baby and I love it. And um, I really want people to feel valued, loved, and authentic there. I'm all about the humanity, and it's going to show. I think so, too. I mean, again, I'm like, huh, I wonder if I should move there. So one of the things I've been wondering, how did you get into elder care? Like, what was your journey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I always say senior living and working with elders is my dharma, and it Mm -hmm. picked me. Because if you would have asked me if – 
Heather would work in senior care, it doesn't calculate really, yeah. like in my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but back in high school, I volunteered and met a lovely lady named Alice, um, mm-hmm. and I would paint her nails every <laughs> like couple weeks. I would go in and just fell in love with her and the environment, and that was at Good Samaritan and Millard. Went to college, got my degree in rec therapy, and um, went back to Good Sam and started my career there. Ah. And so I was a recreational therapist, got my master's in public admin. Um, I was able to open Hillcrest the Grand Lodge when that was a new property. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and just continued to, you know, work through senior living. I will say I stepped back for about a year um, and took a break from senior living because I was so disheartened mm-hmm. that there isn't um, – <coughs> thoughtful, intentional, and innovative um, care for seniors. Right. And again, I mean, is there anything like this anywhere else in the country that you know of or in the Midwest or anything? I mean, this is just so well thought out. I just, I don't know if there's anything like this. There are very amazing communities, yeah, Mm -hmm. nationwide. So I would say absolutely. And um, I think the greatest flattery is, you know, when you copy something that other mm-hmm. people are doing really well. Right. So the team at the Brandt, um, you know, they've just been open to ideas. It's not one of, oh, it's always been this way. It's yes and, 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 you know, and what can we do um, really to stand out and make this stellar for the people moving in because it's not inexpensive like that does not um go unnoticed by me and so i want the value to be there also and the whole team does at the brand sure i i think that living right now in general is not affordable anywhere for anyone Mm -hmm. but again i mean this place just offers so much why gretna was why did you choose gretna so Gretna wasn't my choice, but I it's <laughs> lovely out there. Sure. Um, there is a need in Gretna. Oh. Um, right where we're at, we're on 180th and Harrison. Okay. So tucked back on the southeast side there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no other independent livings very close to that. Ah. There's, a, you know, a few down the road, but it's assisted living only. Um and so there was a need, a market need right sure. there. Okay. And it's a great smaller community that's mm-hmm. involved that wants to be local, wants to partner with us and um, build that sense of community. Mm-hmm. So it's Gretna has been very welcoming. Wonderful. And it's easy to get to. There's all kinds of stuff around it. So perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. So a question for you is that I noticed that you offer, so you've got independent living and that's for folks who can just do their own thing and carry on as normal. And then you've got assisted living. And my question is, how does one know it's time to either have that talk with the parent? I mean, you know, what's what's kind of the parameters? If you've got elderly people in your life where you're like, oh, I think it might be time. You might need some help. Yeah. Yeah. So how Absolutely. do you know? Absolutely. You know, I think we just need to value the independence mm-hmm. and start the conversations way early. Yeah. You know, like I've talked to my mom since she was 50 about senior living. And mm. then it's just like, whatever. But you can get... I could get her input, you know, and she said, put me wherever you want. You're busy with kids, but that's not everyone's experience. So, <laughs> well, she actually said, put me in the community you're running. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're like, well, <laughs> I would, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, you know, I would say start the conversations early and then just be really honest. And you can go to our senior living communities and check them out. And a lot of times the generation, what they have in their head is the 
um, institutional nursing home. Yes. Because that's what they remember with, like, their grandparents or their parents. And it's so different now. I mean, it's very elevated, luxury living, um, very intentional design, thoughtful. And, you know, it's when the house is just too much. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And... Um, you don't need that much space. Maybe you need socialization. A partner has passed. Um, all those conversations can be had, and they mm-hmm. should be had early. And letting kids know, parents need to know, and their kids need to know the financial situation. Do you have long-term right. care insurance? Have you saved? What do our finances look like? Right. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot to talk about. It's not just, well, you can't really drive anymore. There's a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of moving pieces that really, you're right, we should start having these conversations with our parents a lot earlier than, oh, you're sick. What are we going to do? Yeah. And if people are just struggling at home, they really could thrive in independent living Mm -hmm. because it's set up with no stairs, no rugs, your meals, you have activities, you have transportation. And then when you need more help, You could always bring in home health if you Mm -hmm. don't want to go to full assisted living. But then in assisted living, you can get help with medications, transferring, dressing, bathing. Right. Um, And that's why it's nice at the brand is you can just transition with that care as you need it and stay in the community. That's what I like, too, is because then after that would be the memory care. Mm -hmm. And it seems like this is amazing as well because I looked at the floor plans yeah, and I didn't know what to expect, and I thought, well, maybe for memory care, it's not going to be as. And it's like they're all beautiful layouts. They're beautiful, and memory care is my heart. I'm a certified dementia practitioner. I adore um, individuals and families on that journey. There's so much value to those individuals, um, and our memory care is lovely. It's going to be 20 rooms, so it's a perfect size. Um, we have studios and one bedrooms because. You know, and the studios are almost 500 square feet. Still. Right. That's they're not, you know, whoa. 200 shared rooms. Like, they're lovely. Yeah. It's all inclusive with pricing. And we're um, being innovative in our memory care. So we're implementing a program called Safely You, mm-hmm. where it's technology that if an individual would fall, right. it records that fall and gives us a printout oh. of that information. And why that's so valuable is because a lot of times memory care residents will fall. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they hit their head. Right. So then we send them to the ER. Well, right now during COVID, that's the last place you want your resident. Right. In the ER, there's behaviors, which I like to say are out-of-character responses because it's a disease process. They Mm -hmm. wouldn't be having these behaviors if they didn't have a disease process. Right. And so they get over-medicated and then sent back to the community. And so this program would be able to let us quickly evaluate and say, oh, maybe Heather just fell, twisted her right knee. Mm -hmm. Let's ice it. Tylenol, get some physical therapy on, keep them in the community so they're safe and stable. So it's an option family can opt in or out, um, but we're really excited to have that extra piece to protect yes. those residents and make sure that they can stay safe and have yeah. a good life, too. That, too, is incredibly innovative. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel so much better because, as we know, elderly people do fall down. But to have yes. that is just amazing. Yeah. Now, I also noticed that you offered – so there's a cafeteria so everybody can go eat together or you can have it to your room. Is that correct? Or you can cook in your room? Yep. So in independent and assisted living, there's full kitchens so you can cook. Um, we will have a restaurant-style dining room where you okay. order off the menu, and then we'll have a bistro, which is, you know, sandwiches, salads, pastas. 
and then a pub too. So if you oh. want to have happy hour, a cocktail, <laughs> watch the football game, perfect. You're able to do that as well. I love that, especially because you know, like I said, my mom is elderly, and one of the things I keep hearing is that with COVID, the elderly are so lonely. Mm-hmm. You know, and just hearing that you have all these options that hopefully they can all put their mask on and participate in, it just gives me great hope because I've seen the elderly people that have become lonely kind of lose their thinking a little bit. They've, it's really affected them a lot. So this is great news. Let's talk about Owlish a little Let's bit. Let's do it. So you're the founder and CEO of Owlish, and tell me more about the whole idea behind this. Yeah, so I really started to realize that there's a whole group of older adults in the LGBTQ plus community that aren't being heard. Their voices aren't elevated. Nobody's paying attention to them. Um, there's no curriculum. There's no education. Senior living isn't even talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it's one of the most diverse workforces mm-hmm. out there. And seniors are diverse. <coughs> right? And mm-hmm. so we need to talk about that. And There's studies that show 75% of older adults in the community go back into the closet when they go into senior living because there's nothing that um, shows that they're welcome, that they're safe, that they're going to be included. Um, And so I know there's, you know, a couple organizations out there that are doing some of the work with LGBTQ elders and advocacy, and they do a great job. But they're very focused on the coast and the big cities, and Mm -hmm. nobody wants to touch the Midwest. And so I just felt this is 100% me, the LGBTQ community, which I love, Right. older adults. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm starting a nonprofit. Yay. And the Omaha community <laughs> is so gracious, have amazing connections, um, and so created a board. We're incorporating um, the end of this month. We send our information, and then we'll write our first big grant. Oh, that's exciting. Um, and, you know, rock and roll. We host um, a monthly social called the Stonewall Social. Uh-huh. So anyone in the LGBTQ community, 50 or older, we get together once a month at the Intercultural Senior Center, and we just explore what does aging in the community look like, what resources are needed, um, and just build that sense that there's other gay old people out there. And we want to love up on them, too, and make sure that they're included. Absolutely. And like you said, that was it 75%? That's so heartbreaking to think you've lived your life, and now you need some help, and then you've got to go back in the closet. Like... My mind can't even get that. And I had read some things, too, that really stunned me, that twice that LGBTQ people um, are four times less likely to have children and far more uh, likely than our heterosexual peers to have faced discrimination, social stigma, and all that. Also, of course, half of the LGBT population lives in states with no laws prohibiting housing discrimination against them. So we've always kind of had this fight our whole lives, and now it's like, as seniors, really, we have to do this again? Yeah, and, you know, the going back in the closet, and it's a generation that said, hide it, that right. it was a mental illness. They've been through Stonewall, AIDS epidemic, marriage equality. Like, they've trailblazed the way for the new generation, and mm-hmm. we're seeing so many rights, and there's more work to be done. But the youth, to know that they have elders that trailblazed and created that path is so valuable. And it just enriches communities Mm -hmm. to make sure that they say that they're inclusive. Right. Right. And where else are we supposed to go? Yeah. So we should go where everybody else goes, right? Yeah. So... With Owlish, will you be helping send people, like, to the brand? Will you be suggesting for the elders, like, hey, I've got this place. It's going to be inclusive. 
equitable. Yeah, they're everyone's welcome at the brand. Absolutely. But Owlish really wants all senior livings to be inclusive. It yeah. doesn't just have to be the brand. It just doesn't have to be Heather or her leadership team. Um, and so Owlish is developing curriculum to take into senior living communities. So if anyone in Omaha is interested, let me know. Um, to help train staff, residents, families on why this is important, why it matters. Right. Owlish has partnered with a couple state senators to introduce an LGBTQ Bill of Rights specific oh for senior living. Wow. And that's being introduced in this legislative session. Holy moly. That's amazing. So, yeah. So we're moving. And that's um, so important to make sure that um, I feel a very strong responsibility to be at the table in those discussions mm-hmm. because a lot of times there's no one at the table even talking about elders, let alone LGBTQ plus elders. Right. It just still, I've said this a hundred times already today, it just boggles my mind that we do not honor our elders. You know, and I, I know, like you said, in America... It's not cool to get old, right? My mom, who's 81, said, when did I become an elderly? And I'm like, oh, about 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah. But she still, in her mind, is like, I'm not that old. I'm like, my kind of are. Yeah. So it's But that's amazing. great. And if she's not in her mind, she doesn't have to be, you know? Like, we fall into these societal patterns of what we're supposed to do or supposed to look like or this isn't your age. Like, I saw a meme, and it's like, what should women over 30 wear? And it's like, whatever they want. Right. Like, what you're 80 do what you want like you are a free spirit with this one life right like live it exactly how you want yeah i agree completely and that is applies from anybody from zero to 100 right absolutely i agree completely so this is very exciting when does the brand open yes so this fall the brand will be open Mm. um we're on track with construction we have to get certificate of occupancy but then our first move-ins are ready to go this fall wow so people already signed up they have we have a handful of deposits so I am on site at the Brant in a trailer so people can stop by. They Love can it. see interior design boards, floor plans, um, pick out their apartment and get that deposit down and get it reserved. The deposits are 100% refundable. Nice. So there's no risk at this point because we understand if you're depositing, you're also trusting us. Right. You know, you yeah. have, you've seen – I take pictures and they see it with, you know, the ply board. But um, it's been so exciting to see the interest. I bet. So tell me, I see this moving package. I saw that and I was like, what does that mean within a 50-mile radius? Yes. So we have a program. So the first 10 individuals who move into the Brant Uh are the Brant settlers. Uh So we will move them for free into the Brant. Um, They'll get a monthly lunch with me if they would like to give me their opinion (laughs) about the Brant and see how I can help. And some other exclusive membership perks um, like a book club, weekly newspaper delivery, um, some meal coupons, and a gold nameplate and some of those fun things. That's amazing. And I love it too. Washer and dryers in each apartment. You've got top of the line appliances. I'm jealous. And so much to do. A movie theater? Did I see that? There is a movie theater. Absolutely. Nine foot ceilings in all apartments. And including a washer and dryer is something that not all senior living communities do. Right. So, yep, it's stainless steel. It's the French door open refrigerators. They're gorgeous. Oversized windows. And I love that. And that way, the people that are seniors can still continue on Mm -hmm. doing their daily activities if they're able. Absolutely. So you even have a pet spa. (laughs) We are pet friendly. (laughs) That is amazing. Yes. I love that. And a car wash. Car wash, heated underground parking. What? That's crazy. And then let's see, you have a spa and wellness center, mm-hmm. uh, electric car ports. Yep. If you, that's the future is right. electric cars. And it's so important to care for our environment. It's like yes. we care for our elders. 
And so there are electric car ports. Yep. That's amazing because I think they're kind of hard to find as it is around here Mm -hmm. right now. So that's cool. Is there anything else that you have that we haven't mentioned? See, movie theater. We got... The golf simulator. Yep, the golf simulator. Pickleball. That's what we haven't mentioned is pickleball. Yep, pickleball courts. Gorgeous landscaping. I mean, so thoughtful. Big trees, walking paths, fire pits. Oh, nice. Um, Tons of area to, you know, settle in. That's wonderful. Well, I'm very excited to keep in touch with you and to hear more about how this comes along. Um, Listen, you got a lunch and learn coming up, right? We do, yep. On February 3rd, we're doing a lunch and learn at the Tavern on 180th and Dodge. Okay. And so if anyone wants to get a free lunch on me, hear about the brand, they can RSVP, let me know by January 20th. Okay. Um, and they can give me a call at 402-660-9588. Do you have an email or anything you can share? I do. Okay. It's H Holmes, H H O L M E S at H D as in dog, G as in girl, I as in ice cream, the number one dot com. All right, everybody. So that's how you get a hold of Heather. Please don't be shy because I know she will be happy to talk to you about this and all things brand and all things aging and elderly. Thank you so much for caring so much about our elderlies. It really. Like I said, with my mom, it just means a lot to me that there are people in this world that care as much as you do. So thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for letting me chat. Yes, and thanks for coming in. So that was Heather Holmes, and I'm Cami Carlisle. You've been listening to Community Conversation on Radio Talking Book. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you very much, Cami Carlisle, and well done on your debut episode of the Community Conversations program today. This is the Radio Talking Book Network in Omaha, Nebraska. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 47 years. Radio Talking Book is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. Thank you all for being loyal Radio Talking Book listeners and supporters. Stay tuned next for the bookshelf coming up on Radio Talking Book. Everyone have a great afternoon, and please keep tuned to RTBN.